we've made it through another week and we're here to celebrate i'm john rawl this is the y'all show and our number if you want to reach us with a question or comment suggestion criticism with take it all y'all 803-816-1170 our website y'all.com we've got an action-packed celebration for this end of the week here on the program that's all about the southeast here today on the y'all show we've got college sports the showcase of what all is going on in college sports this very weekend we've got a lot of big basketball games a top five game going on in the big 12 i know a lot of people will be wanting to tune in and see that one between baylor and the kansas jayhawks as college basketball has got about two to three weeks depending on what conference you're in two to three weeks left of conference play then you've got your tournaments then march madness begins right there in the month of march but we'll have plenty of college basketball to get to, some college football news, developing news out of Tuscaloosa. Steve Sarkeesian just might be around the Alabama football program in 2020. Offensive coordinator for Nick Saban will give you the latest out of T-Town on that, plus a look at what's going on on the Diamond this weekend. It's week number two of college baseball, and we'll tell you about all the top 25 teams from the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12 and I think we even have an American conference team that's in the top 25. All that coming up in our college sports showcase for the weekend. Also this hour, we've got Watermelon Slim. That's an interview we did back on Tuesday of this week. Watermelon Slim, a Mississippi-based blues artist who grew up in North Carolina, spent a long time out in Oklahoma. And now he's living in Clarksdale, the crossroads of the blues town is Clarksdale, Mississippi. Watermelon Slim, an encore of some of our interview with this artist on Tuesday. We'll play that later this hour. When we flip the script to page two and find out what's going on in the second hour of this y'all program today, it is Black History Month. And to celebrate Black History Month, as we begin our second hour today, we often have songs that we play and tell you a little backstory there. Let me know, raise your hand if you've ever heard of this guy's name. He was born in Virginia and grew up uh, partly in Virginia, I think in Maryland, ended up going to New York City around the turn of the century. And it wasn't the turn of this century. It was the turn of that last century. We're talking George W. Johnson. Are y'all familiar with Mr. Johnson? He's credited as being the first black recording artist. And we're going to play his song from... 1898 on today's show show the laughing song (laughs) oh george's laughing song we're going to play that one for you which was the follow-up to a song he had out which was actually credited as being the very first song recorded by a black artist a song called whistling coon and i would play that one for you except it's really bad condition it was recorded in 1891 and i guess they improved the way things got recorded between 1891 and 1898 because the laughing song is a lot more easy on the ears so we'll let you know more about again this first black recording artist he sold thousands of records back in the 1890s george w johnson all that as part of our salute to black history month the first black recording artist will be on at the start of the second hour then we'll have hashtag hullabaloo give you some great information about what's going on in all types of interesting social media activity that's coming up in hour two and then we'll wrap it up today with a look at the new movies hitting theaters this weekend and also what's going on with major league baseball today marks the very first spring training game of major league baseball we'll tell you who's playing then we'll give you a list of all the teams that will be suiting up on saturday 
as most teams again will be playing their first spring training game whether they're in arizona or in florida on saturday and also we'll give you some projections what espn saying about what the teams are expected to do in 2020 on the major league baseball diamond all that coming up in our look at the weekend plus we'll give you a quick update on nascar they're racing in vegas this weekend and golf what's going on in that sport and from dixie would love we'll wrap it all up today if you want to connect to us our email address for the y'all show is y'all show at y-a-l-l dot com well let's dive into the headlines across the southeast right now and as we've warned you a couple times already this week and you may have already felt the brunt of this especially if you're in north carolina or virginia today waking up with snow on the ground now i know on thursday i think it was early thursday morning there were snowfall reported in arkansas tennessee and now this system's worked its way eastward as charlotte raleigh and other under weather alerts for snowfall really the entire state of north carolina is got the threat of snow if it hasn't hit already it will be as this thing this storm system bringing dangerous conditions for drivers as one to three inches of snowfall are predicted for most portions of north carolina and southern virginia in fact i saw some estimate that in newburn north carolina the birth city of pepsicola by the way they're expecting about 10 inches there in newburn newburn is roughly 45 miles inland from the coast up from moorhead city is where newburn north carolina is so Everybody keep an eye out on the roads and such. The governor of North Carolina, Roy Cooper, put out a state emergency alert, and he and the emergency management officials are urging residents to be prepared and monitor local forecasts ahead of this storm. As meteorologists said, it will bring rain for sure, but likely some heavy snowfall in portions of North Carolina. The projection for snowfall Thursday night into this day three to six inches in the extreme western portion of north carolina right along the tennessee border expected to see pretty large snowfall amounts there and then the rest of north carolina between the mountains and the ocean one to three inches is looks it looks like to be the expected amount there and then when i said you get into newburn maybe a half foot of snow from that area working your way north toward virginia beach virginia so this is something that's going to affect most of all north carolina southern virginia even the upstate of south carolina is going to have some kind of snowfall as this system works its way throughout the 24-hour system from thursday into to saturday so keep an eye out on the weather forecast and we've got some fun coming your way in hashtag hullabaloo about the snowfall there in north carolina that we've experienced here this day so stay tuned with that now as the snow hits the old north state the tar hill state some great news and these soldiers returning home from their sudden middle east deployment might have to go through some snow in their way back home today as nearly two months after this army rapid force team was activated amid the tensions that we were having with iran and had to go over there right after christmas and 3,000 U.S. Army soldiers went to the Middle East. Now they're returning home. By the end of this weekend, nearly 800 paratroopers from the 82nd Airborne Division's their immediate response force are supposed to be returning to Fort Bragg. And a couple of these eager family members are already awaiting this team from the iconic green ramp to greet loved ones there at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. It was on New Year's Eve that about 750 paratroopers were deployed to the Middle East within 18 hours after an attack on the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. And I know a lot of people were 
really piling on President Trump, especially members of the Democratic Party and members of the media about sending more troops overseas when he's trying to, it appears, bring as many troops back home. But this was a very, very scary situation at the start of the year with Iran. And when they attacked our embassy, the president did what he had to do. And that was to sort of buffet the the people that were already there, the troops and the civilian personnel in the Middle East with more especially more airborne troops and that's what he did and now these troops job well done and a tremendous victory in my opinion with what happened there with killing Soleimani and really uh, kind of sending a downward spiral to the tension that some people thought we would be having world war three and luckily that did not happen hopefully it won't happen but the great news is we've got a lot of great southern patriots headed home right now from the middle east and a job well done there by the 82nd Airborne. Hoorah, as they would say. Now, across the border in South Carolina today, it's going to be a sad day in Lexington, South Carolina. That's where they'll be having the funeral for the six-year-old girl who was found dead the other day, and it's just been a very awful thing for Faye Marie Swetlick's family as they've had to deal with her senseless killing, and the man allegedly who did the killing his body found near her home there in Casey, South Carolina, and the funeral taking place today for this six-year-old at Kaufman Harmon Funeral Home in Lexington, the county seat of Lexington County, which is where Casey, South Carolina, is located. And Faye Marie Swetlick's funeral going on there today. By the way, Kaufman Fu- Harmon Funeral Home, of which I have a personal connection to, many of my family members, including grandparents, that's where they were buried or went through Kaufman Harmon Funeral Home. They are donating all expenses for the funeral of Faye Swetlick and a great gesture there by that organization to do such a thing for this unfortunate murder of this six-year-old who it came out this week after an autopsy that she died from asphyxiation as she was essentially choked to death by this 30-year-old who killed her there. Still don't know a reason. We maybe never know the reason why she was murdered there in south carolina less than two weeks ago we've had a very very scary couple of days across the south from flooding and such especially in mississippi but other states also dealing with lots of rainfall and private lakes in mississippi are really suffering i know jerry short who's got property in mississippi he called me in a panic here this week where that his pond dams were about to explode and and they were going to be destroyed by all the rainfall there I think, at least for right now, I think his dam there is okay. But there's been dams all over Mississippi that are busting and and uh, rainfall just really, really tough. It's been a very bad thing is about 1,000 dams in Mississippi are right now borderline whether they're going to survive all this rain or not. And one thing Mississippi and other states don't need right now is more rainfall as a review of dams identified 578 high-hazard dams regulated by state or federal agencies that lacked emergency action plans in North Carolina alone in 2018. And you've got a couple hundred in Georgia as well as Mississippi and in South Carolina. So the emergency management officials are very concerned about what happens with these dams as they lack emergency plans as this rain and now snowfall across the southeast is affecting a lot. I was just talking about Lexington, South Carolina, my hometown, which is where the Sweatlick funeral is today. I know about 10 years ago, they had a dam blowout there in the city, and it washed out a major road, 
and it caused just months and months of delays problems i mean we're talking just one pond dam but the way these pond dams and creeks are situated across the southeast if they go out there's a lot of problems downstream and that's what happened there and we're seeing some of that happen in states like mississippi here this week now with mother nature on her mind there's an article out called where do tornadoes hit the most in the u.s and we have the top five states that tornadoes are most likely to hit according to noaa national oceanic and atmospheric administrations their storm prediction center has come out on average according to them around 1200 tornadoes are reported in the country each year more than any country in the world did y'all realize that i did not know that and according to this list here of states that have tornadoes the most number five nebraska with 57 tornadoes on average oklahoma you might think they're number one actually oklahoma has 62 tornadoes on average and is ranked number four in the country florida checks in with 66 tornadoes on average kansas has 96 tornadoes on average the number one state in the country for tornadoes want to take a guess anyone bueller anyone no surprise really it's because of its size texas texas has 155 tornadoes on average and tornadoes on average kill about 60 people per year mostly from flying or falling debris but the actual number can vary from single digits to hundreds again according to the spc the storm prediction center but texans need to have a a tornado plan we were just talking about people having a plan for pond dams and the problems that come from that but texas yes with 155 tornadoes reported each year let me go ahead and run through some of these other states across the southeast just to give you an idea of how many tornadoes are reported each year in each one of our southern states texas leading the way and oklahoma's got 62 florida's got 66 what about the other states missouri 45 tornadoes per year arkansas 39 reported each year louisiana 37 tornadoes reported each year the state of mississippi's got 43 alabama 44 reported each year georgia has 30 tornadoes reported each year tennessee 26 tornadoes each year kentucky has 21 south carolina 27 and north carolina's got 31 tornadoes reported each year and then as we close out the southeast scan of how many tornadoes each year in each of our states virginia has 18 maryland's got 10 and the state that i think i just might have to move to because this may be the lowest no i'm sorry looks like is that massachusetts massachusetts has zero tornadoes reported (laughs) i mean they even had a tornado in hawaii alaska had zero too but the southern state with the fewest amount of tornadoes reported west virginia with two tornadoes reported on average each year now hurricane michael hit the panhandle of florida a couple years ago caused lots of damage but believe it or not it wasn't hurricane michael that destroyed the red bar in grayton beach florida it was a fire that destroyed this landmark back in february of 2019 and if you've ever vacationed there around 30a you should be familiar with the red bar they don't take credit cards they don't take debit cards it's a cash only place a little bit a little bit kind of little bit kind of strange to be honest with you but good food there at the red bar well they've announced they're going to reopen this spring as they put out on their website they are going to be opening memorial day weekend that's may 23rd and may 24th 
this year construction on a new building for the red star is being guided by blueprints of the original structure that was obtained by owner oliver pettit well before the fire in the event the bar was ever damaged by a hurricane well it survived michael the red bar opened back in 1995 and a building that goes back to 1939 and a lot of you again if you've ever been there to seaside or destin or any of the other areas of the panhandle the red bar one of the most famous restaurants in that fire from about just over a year ago now caused this major damage but it looks like we're going to have a new red bar right where it was there in great beach florida coming up here in a couple months and a lot of you probably excited about that one just pull out your cash because again no credit cards accepted there at the red bar another story out of florida this one a very sad story four members of a family from massachusetts were killed in a crash in orlando driving to disney world and now the driver is being charged as police confirm that yes a family of four from massachusetts died an 11 year old a 10 year old sibling their father and their grandfather all killed in this wreck the driver of a pickup truck being charged the exact charges won't be released until the investigation is completed but this happened in the orlando area this family traveling from massachusetts to florida for a great little vacation and unfortunately there in orlando four of them killed in this awful awful wreck here this week another unfortunate story from the state of florida this week you may have seen where two women their submerged mercedes benz rolled off a ferry there in south florida this week and it's now come out that these two women who were very social they were socialites and well-to-do there in florida 63 year old emma afra from miami beach and 75 year old vivian brahms of new york who was with her down in south florida they rolled off this ferry there in florida and a sad but bittersweet story about this is these two women were found in their car in underwater embracing i guess they saw the incoming and they were hugged up there in their last moments uh, unfortunate situation the coast guard there in florida responding to the efforts in this water rescue off of fisher's island but these two i don't know how it happened but their car it just rolled off this ferry fisher island ferry runs every 15 minutes taking passengers across a 50 foot deep channel the women were on a 113 foot vessel named the pelican and their car rolled off into the waters there of florida very unfortunate situation here this week now john bolton he was in nashville this week and he was speaking at vanderbilt university and he was sitting alongside susan rice the former president barack obama advisor and bolton the former advisor to president trump national security advisor he denounced the house's impeachment proceedings against his old boss as grossly partisan and said his testimony would not have changed trump's acquittal in the u.s senate as he continued to stay quiet on the details of his yet to be released book just a few more weeks his book comes out now just the other day bolton was also a little bit quiet when he spoke at duke university in durham north carolina but this week in nashville a little bit more talkative you could say now one thing that was a little bit strange in this sort of get together at vanderbilt university is rice kind of got on to him and said that it was really a wrong thing for him not to testify and she she didn't hold back there as she was seated right beside him she said i can't imagine withholding my testimony with or without a subpoena 
I also can't imagine, frankly, in the absence of being able to provide that information directly to Congress, not having exercised my First Amendment right to speak publicly at a time when my testimony or my experience would be relevance. relevant. For anyone saying he should just spill his guts on what he knows, Bolton cited the implied threat of criminal prosecution. Again, a very contentious portion of this get-together at Vanderbilt University here this week, a public discussion between, again, John Bolton of the Trump administration and Susan Rice, along others there at Vandy. Roger Stone, the Florida resident, he was sentenced on Thursday to 40 months in prison amid his complaints against the prosecution of him and and President Trump specifically calling this misjustice i guess would be what it would be he said this before the sentence actually came out but yes the showman the strategist for president trump who actually never worked for trump's official 2016 campaign he'd just been a longtime advisor and for many many decades had pushed president trump to even consider running for president and he was convicted last fall of lying to congress and then threatening a witness regarding his efforts for the trump 2016 campaign roger stone being sentenced by judge amy berman jackson and she didn't hold back she said at his core mr stone is an insecure person who craves and recklessly pursues attention and she said his actions led to an inaccurate incorrect and incomplete report from the u.s house on russia and roger stone the question now is president trump going to pardon his old buddy i think he will the question is when some say after the election I think President Trump might just do it any day now because, I mean, he's going. What's he going to do? Catch a lot of grief. I mean, I think he's gotten a lot of grief since he took office, January of 2017. Now, how about this? People are getting after a state to remove from their state constitution a clause that allows slavery and involuntary servitude as punishment for crimes, and now. There's activism toward this part of the state constitution of said state, a state that, again, allows slavery. And it's not in the South. We're talking about Minnesota here. The Bill of Rights in the 1857 Minnesota Constitution says, quote, there shall be neither slavery nor involuntary servitude in the state otherwise than as punishment for a crime of which the party has been convicted. And now an amendment being proposed there in st paul that would strike the punishment exception leaving a total ban in place so you're telling me in minnesota the land of a thousand lakes that slavery can still exist as punishment (laughs) now in recent years colorado removed permissive slavery language from their constitution this happened just in 2018 and it's going to be on the ballot in utah and nebraska after republican controlled legislatures in their state passed this measure to revise the language there and see we always thought it was the south that was so terrible and we'll find out now what happens in minnesota but yes having those old language and these are free states i mean minnesota never had slavery but i guess they were going to say if you got busted doing something you could be a slave i don't know if that ever happened there in minnesota but they're trying to change it there in saint paul
and finally if you're a nascar fan this is the week where nascar and all the personnel involved with nascar make the long trip from daytona beach to vegas as they started nascar what was supposed to be on sunday it had to get pushed back to monday because of the rain there at daytona now they make their way across the country on interstate 40 and find themselves at nevada at las vegas specifically for the big race this weekend if you were in Coal Hill, Arkansas, Tuesday night, you had quite a show going on there because just about every single NASCAR's team, their big trucks and everything involved with their NASCAR effort were passing right through Coal Hill, Arkansas. Now, this is just about halfway between Fort Smith and Little Rock. It's right near Altus, Arkansas. Beautiful grapes and wine grown there in that part of arkansas and there had been a fire on i-40 westbound so a lot of traffic getting off there and it was about a 12 mile detour on us 64 there going right through coal hill arkansas and you know what people were excited to step outside it was actually daytime whenever these cars of nascar the trucks i assume were coming through in a caravan through coal hill arkansas and man people were, were just thrilled and they were flashing blue lights people were going and and taking videos i've seen even the local law enforcement official there had to direct traffic to get these drivers on their way and the teams involved with them as they're heading to the pennzoil 400 race here in las vegas this weekend but coal hill arkansas nascar capital of the world at least on tuesday night and that's what's going on in the southeast here of today's y'all show when we come back we're going to have a college sports spotlight what's going on in college sports today and this weekend we'll let you know including what's going on on the diamond as week two of college baseball commences that's coming up next on the y'all show If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (laughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. 
Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. The Baylor Bears are getting ready to host the Kansas Jayhawks at Farrell Center in Waco on College Basketball Saturday. Hello, John Rawl back with you here. It's our College Sports Spotlight for the weekend. And in college basketball, you have a top three matchup between the Bears of Baylor and the Rock Chalk Jayhawks. As Kansas comes in ranked number three, Baylor your number one team in the land with a 24-1 and record. This ought to be a good one. It's going to tip off at high noon Eastern, 11 o'clock Waco time on ESPN. Other top 25 action involving Southern teams in college basketball on this basketball Saturday. Tennessee will be playing at Auburn. The Tigers at number 13 in the land coming off a rough loss to the Georgia Bulldogs on Wednesday night. This is Auburn Arena. It'll be televised on CBS beginning at 12 noon, 11 central. Marquette, Providence, they've got a game there in the Big East. Also in the South, West Virginia and TCU get together in Fort Worth as West Virginia comes in ranked number 17 in the land. This will be televised on ESPNU. At the FedEx Forum in Memphis, the Tigers of Coach Hardaway, they got an 18-8 and record right now. They need a win. They've got a great opportunity as the number 22-ranked Houston Cougars come into the Bluff City. This is a game set for ESPN2, televised starting at 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Bill Street time. Florida State and NC State, they get together at Raleigh's PNC Arena, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central on the ACC Network. Also on ACCN, or rather also so in the ACC, North Carolina, which is struggling, they are three and fifteen, I think. In well, no, three and are they three and twelve? They're three and something, three and awful. UNC on the road at KFC Yum Center in Louisville, where the Cardinals rank number eleven in the country. Await this is an ESPN broadcast, four o'clock Eastern. Also in the South, Florida and Kentucky get together. UK ranked number 10 in the country. This at Rupp. This will be on ESPN starting at 6 Eastern, 5 Central. Virginia Tech and Duke get together in the ACC. ESPN 2 is where you can tune in and see this beginning at 8 o'clock Eastern from Cameron Indoor Stadium. And that's what's going on in the South from a college basketball perspective here on this Saturday. Now, taking a quick look at some of our conferences of the South, not the SEC, not the ACC, but some of our other conferences. And we mentioned Houston is ranked number 22 in the country. They have an 11-3 and American Athletic Conference record. Quite good there for UH. Now, the Cincinnati Bearcats are at 10-4, and nipping on their heels. Other teams of note in the AAC, the Golden Hurricane of Tulsa are much improved. 
improved this year and tulsa is nine and four 17 and nine overall smu is eight and five right now memphis checks in at seven and six in conference play and the east carolina pirates are four and ten tulane brings up the bottom of the aac with a three and eleven conference mark another conference of note here the ovc the ohio valley conference and right now you got a tie between austin p and murray state both of those programs with 12 and 2 ovc records the bruins of belmont are at 11 and 3 belmont's already got 20 wins on the season right there in nashville they're 20 and 7 way to go rebel bruins eku eastern kentucky is at 10 and 4 but a really bad overall record eku with a 13 and 14 conference record bringing up the bottom of the ovc the semo red hawk indians semo is at three and 11 in conference play seven and 20 overall that's what's going on in the ovc and finally a look at the southland conference congratulations to the stephen f austin lumberjacks the team that went in and beat duke early in the season at cameron indoor stadium the lumberjacks continued to be impressive on the hard court they got a 23 and 3 record and sfa is 14 and 1 in conference play certainly ready to punch their ticket to march madness they need to be ranked i don't know what's going on that they're not ranked i mean they got 23 wins to their credit they beat duke and they're solely in first place of the southland conference now the nickel state colonels have a 12 and 4 record in southland play abilene christian at 11 4 and the bearcats of sam houston state 10 and 6 bringing up the rear of the southland those hammond lions the southeastern louisiana lions are three and twelve also another team in that area of louisiana the uno privateers three and twelve the houston baptist huskies also three and twelve houston baptist that's a new one on me i've seen that name i didn't know they were the huskies though i think their logo looks a little bit too much like yukon's in my humble opinion but that's what's going on in some of our other conferences that we don't always give plenty of attention to here on the y'all show but we're giving it to them now now to college football and we told you on thursday steve sarkeesian just might be a candidate for the head coach at colorado as that coach moved on to michigan state well it looks like he's withdrawn his name from consideration for the cu head coaching job and plans to stay at alabama this according to sources that told this to espn the former usc and washington huskies head coach had emerged as a top target for colorado But according to sources, he informed Nick Saban that he's going to stay around T-Town and will be the offensive coordinator going forward for the Crimson Tide. Steve Sarkeesian, by the way, 45 years young, and he came back to Alabama last season as offensive coordinator after he'd spent, I think, two years with the Falcons. Prior to that, he was with Alabama a couple of years ago and a guy that's done a really good job there for Nick Saban offensively at least a schedule change for this year and east carolina and marshall are scheduled to play now what's special about this this year marks the 50th anniversary of marshall's fatal plane crash that awful plane crash back in 1970 that killed 75 football players this the 50th anniversary of that disaster as they played at dowdy ficklin stadium that team of 1970 and then flew back to marshall to huntington west virginia and their plane crashed two miles away from the airport and now this year east carolina marshall are set to play again and their game here for 2020 has been moved up instead of a a time buried in the middle of the season 
both parties and the NCAA have granted a change to the schedule that will allow East Carolina and West Virginia in a game that's going to be played at ECU just as it was back in November 14th of 1970. And they're going to play a week before the football season begins. And this will be a season opener of August 29th. And a lot of special and probably humble moments happening when this game happens to kick off this season. It it will be great to see football going, but it's going to be a sad thing to see this 50th anniversary of this team. And you're going to have family members come to Greenville, North Carolina for this one. East Carolina Marshall, that game moved up to remember the 1970 tragedy. Football, we're not far away from the SEC Media Day, believe it or not. It's going to be here before you wake up and know it. It'll be in July, and we now know some of the dates and the the actual coaches when they'll appear. Media Days this year at the Omni Atlanta Hotel at CNN Center in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, who are the coaches and what date? Florida, LSU, and Missouri. Mullen Orgeron and new coach Elia Drinkwitz of Missouri will be part of the first day, Monday, July 13th. On July 14th, day two of SEC Media Days, Kirby Smart of Georgia, Mark Stoops of Kentucky, new head coach of University of Mississippi, Lane Kiffin, and Vanderbilt's coach, Derek Mason. Day three of Media Days, Alabama's Nick Saban, also new coach of the Razorbacks, Sam Pittman, will be on the podium that day. Mike Leach, the new coach in Starkville, will be representing Mississippi State on day three, and Jeremy Pruitt of the Tennessee Vols all together on July 15th. And then the finale of SEC Media Days will be July 16th in Atlanta. You'll have Gus Malzahn of Auburn, Will Muschamp of the South Carolina Gamecocks, and the Texas A&M head coach Jimbo Fisher, all part of SEC Media Days 2020. A former player for the Auburn Tigers in the news, offensive tackle Greg Robertson, who played in the NFL for teams like the Cleveland Browns, arrested this week after officials found close to, get this, 157 pounds of Mary Jane in an SUV at a Texas border checkpoint. And he's arrested the 27-year-old along with another person booked in the El Paso County Jail, both he and the other guy facing charges of possessing marijuana with the intention to sell it. Robinson's home address listed as Thibodeau, Louisiana, and the other guy listed as LaGrange, Georgia. But again, a former Auburn football player, Greg Robinson, who played in the NFL, currently a free agent with 156 pounds of marijuana in his possession. That is not a good thing there. Maybe maybe he might need to be thinking about this while he's sitting in a jail cell somewhere on the U.S.-Mexican border. And finally, this weekend is week two of college baseball. Looking at some of our southern teams in action here that are in the top 25, North Carolina's got Dallas Baptist on the diamond this weekend. The Golden Eagles of Tennessee Tech will be taking on number 15 NC State. Louisville trying to recover from their series loss in Oxford last week. They'll be back home and they'll got Valpo, the Crusaders, coming down from North Indiana, and they got this matchup there in Louisville. Georgia Southern and number 21 East Carolina get together this weekend the bulldogs of gonzaga didn't even know they had a baseball team they're taking on number seven arkansas duke's got cornell out of the ivy league in durham this weekend oklahoma host illinois state ohio state will be in atlanta to take on number 19 georgia tech houston will be out at round rock they'll take on number 25 stanford in a round rock classic there this weekend the Mississippi Land Sharks and Xavier get together on the diamond this weekend. Georgia has Santa Clara, Mississippi, and a couple of times national champion Oregon State Beavers get together this weekend. Vanderbilt's got UIC. Florida State plays Cincinnati. Auburn and UCF have a series. 
hey how about this great series going on in miami the number two florida gators and the number one miami hurricanes army and texas a&m have a series texas tech and tennessee will also be part of that round rock classic and round rock texas ut and ttu eastern kentucky plays lsu also in the south you've got wake forest at long beach state and finally tulane will be at number 24 cal state fullerton for a series there that's what's going on in college baseball's top 25 here for week two when we come back on the y'all show we'll wrap up this first hour we'll have a rewind back to our conversation on tuesday with blues man watermelon slim you're going to enjoy hearing more about him he's got an upcoming double cd a live recording of traveling man and he's going to talk about that and more it's our icymi in case y'all missed it it's coming up next beep's coming you know what to do Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Back into the Y'all Show, our final segment of this first hour. It's I-C-Y-M-I time, in case y'all missed it. Watermelon Slim grew up in North Carolina. He went to Vietnam, served there. He spent a lot of time working as a truck driver in Oklahoma. Along the way, got his college degree, his master's degree, and now calls Clarksdale, Mississippi home. And he's about to release his 10th record as a blues artist on northern blues music and he was our guest on tuesday here on the y'all show talking about his upcoming double double cd live cd traveling man watermelon slim a rewind to our conversation from tuesday enjoy this this is our icymi in case y'all missed it this new record that 
um, that I that I'm now nominated for Blues Music Award uh, Best Blues or Best Blues Record of the Year 2019. I wrote something called Charlottesville, and Charlottesville uh, is the place where people that look like they were young Americans, but I can't believe they were, were were doing a neo-Nazi demonstration back in 2017. And I, I just wish I'd been there because I was there in 1972 at the Republican National Convention in Miami. Well, we had to bounce the Nazis, the National Socialist White People's Party. And my dad fought them in the North Atlantic at an NGO. I'll fight them here. I knew I'd get back to that sometime. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here looking. I've been looking at your CD that's coming out, and I don't see that track listed. No, that's not the one that's coming out. Oh, okay. That's the one that that's that, that's my latest record that is currently uh, released okay. called Church of the Blues. Oh, okay. And Church of the Blues is nominated for best blues best blues album of 2019. For the Blues Music Awards. Okay, because what I'm holding here, and I'm showing folks, I is didn't traveling. Yeah, man. You, are you holding something? Yeah, I'm holding like, traveling man, holding and it. it's, a, it's a damn thing. <laughs> and, and, and traveling man is a two disc, eighteen song disc that people can get, and it's not You're often right. you can get two disc sets anymore. And so, thank you for that. Well, you know, nobody does that much, but but I haven't actually possessed a copy of that yet so you're a lucky man i'm very lucky and I'm, I'm i'm i mean it's a beautiful looking work here i like your style i don't know where you get your hats but whoever gets you set up on that they're doing a good job uh in fact i am the hat consultant in clarksdale mississippi to floyd sankerman of sankerman's menswear the oldest continuously operating retail business in clarksdale Ah. Uh, I don't. I'm proud to give him a plug. His his grandfather started the business in 1925, and he's still running it today. And is it right there in downtown Clarksdale? It's across the street from the Bluesberry Cafe, the okay. uh, restaurant and cafe that I'm a minor partner in since I've been here in Clarksdale. I've been here 11 years. Oh, well, you, not quite okay. 11 years. I'm in my 11th year living in Mississippi. Okay. I've always lived somewhere in the South, you know, except for a time I did spend in, in Yankee Land. Uh-huh. I went from North Carolina to Oklahoma to back in 2009 after the real estate bubble busted, you know, uh, I uh, I said, well, where am I going to actually own the first house of my life? I guess I'm going back to Mississippi, and uh, and and the whole story of of me being in Mississippi is, is is another whole story I can't go into because we haven't got time. I was mugged and robbed and left for dead in Mississippi in 1999. I came back in 2005, played there. Knew I always would come back, and four years later, bought myself a house there for a price I couldn't have afforded a bathroom up north. And that was a little sample of our Tuesday conversation with blues artist Watermelon Slim. Again, his forthcoming album, Traveling Man, will be out in just a few weeks. Go check it out if you like blues music. That wraps up Hour 1. When we come back in Hour 2, we've got more music coming your way. We've got Friday Free for Y'all, David Lee Murphy, plus... 
it's black history month and we're going to play the very first black recording artist george w johnson and we've got one of his 1890 songs the laughing song that we're going to cue up and play for you and let you know more about this native virginian all that in our friday free for y'all plus we've got hashtag hullabaloo plenty of fun information there may not be quite as fun as the laughing song but we're going to have it for you and we'll wrap up today with a quick look at movies and what's going on in sports including the start of spring training the games at least in major league baseball all that ahead an hour or two of this the y'all show If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Another week is in the books. It's time to celebrate. This is the Y'all Show, and we'll get the weekend uh, going with our friend David Lee Murphy's party crowd. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming them back and laughing out loud with the smoke so thick the blues can't hang around. 
With the two fights jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds looking for the party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall where the heck's my truck So take my keys And lock them up tight And let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow When it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back And laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick When blues can't hang With the two fights jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds looking for a party It's the weekend. Let's sing along. I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick, the blues can't hang around. We're glad that you have hung around. We're having a party, y'all. Jumping like it just don't care if they're dancing over here or fighting over there. I'm making the rounds, looking for a party crowd. It's okay if you can't sing that great. I can't either, but that's okay. It's a party crowd. And slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around. Hour two of the y'all show. Thank you, David Lee. Always fun to play that one from the 1990s. This is the show that's all about Dixie. This is y'all. I'm John Rawl, the general of all things Southern, and we're ready to get another hour going here. And we appreciate the kickoff to the hour there from that 1990s recording artist for MCA Records. Well, this is a month here in February that means that we're, well, getting closer to spring, but we still have eh, a little bit more wintry weather. We're seeing that today in North Carolina and Virginia with snowfall there. Also in the month of February... We have Black History Month. Now, this is a month that has been going on probably 30 years now. That's a wild guess. And it seems to kind of be getting, it really hasn't, in my opinion, the last five years, hasn't necessarily changed as far as its publicity. I see a few things about it, but I think it was a little bit more apparent 10 years ago. There's still stuff out there. Here on the Y'all Show, whether it's getting a proper publicity or not is another story. I want to give a man credit today on the Y'all Show, a guy that I had never heard of until I thought, what can I do here on the Y'all Show as we love all Southerners? We love the blacks, the whites, whatever religion you are. We have a great part of the world. 
we love people who have come here people who were not necessarily born southern we love the people who are from the north even yes you we love you (laughs) we really like people who aren't even americans who find this country and they come to america but they specifically come and settle in our part of the country and they embrace it now i don't like anybody that hates our part of the country if you don't like it here there's a couple of highways that take you away from it if you really don't like it you can leave now that being said we're a region just like we're a country that we usually adapt and people who don't like it they just might move to a different part of a town or a different part of a state if they don't like the certain area they're in they don't have to necessarily move and leave the entire country so with that in mind here as we have black history month i i wanted to do something today that is a little bit educational for you so it would be easy to play some of the well-known black artist here on today's y'all show i don't want to do that i wanted to go straight to the source i wanted to find what's known as the first black recording star that we ever had in this country remember phonographs were a fairly new thing around the turn of the 20th century so who was that first black recording star now as a guy who worked for the grand Ole opry or specifically for gaylord entertainment i had known about what was it uh, deford bailey who worked at the Opry and was an early member of the Opry, a black guy, yes, even in the days of segregation. And he's recognized in Nashville for that. That's just in country music. And we know about all the other formats and how you had the pioneers in each of those formats. But who really was the first black recording star? Well, you know what? It was George W. Johnson. And I'd never heard of this man. I'd heard of Robert Johnson but not George W. Johnson. Mr. Johnson was born in Virginia around 1846. We don't quite know the exact date. Now, what's amazing about this guy is he actually, we don't know if he was born a slave or not, as he was definitely freed by the time he was about seven years old. And that's another thing I want to bring up, that even if you're a black person born in the South in the days of slavery, it didn't mean you were born a slave. There were lots of free freemen, I think was the term. They they were born free, and they were not slaves. And this is an example, this guy, George Washington Johnson from Virginia. And so early on in his life, when he was certainly free, he was able to actually learn how to read and write, which slaves generally could not do, did not do. And so for a black child before the Civil War began to be able to read and write was a little bit unusual, of course. He went on and worked as a laborer, and then he moved on to New York City and was in in, in NYC in the 1870s when he started making a living as a street entertainment guy there in New York City. And one of the things he did very popular there in Manhattan was whistling. He loved to whistle popular tunes. And so somewhere in the 1890s, somebody recruited him to come in and do some recording and by doing that george w johnson became the first black recording star and he sold pretty well this is a guy again born in the days of the civil war pre-civil war virginia and to go on and, and to record put his music down is an honor now in april of 1814 his 1896 recording of the song i'm about to play was included in the Library of Congress's National Recording Registry. And that uh, quite a feat there. Now, he actually had a song that came out before this one. In 1891, he had Whistling Coon, and he whistles a lot in that one. I would play that song. However, 
the recording quality is that is really bad now some people will say why would you even think about playing a song called whistling coon it could be racist i really can't i don't know what the song's about i tried to listen to it it's really unlistenable it really poor recording it could be about a raccoon it could be a derogatory statement about a black person i mean this is being sung by a black person in 1891 i know times then were different than they are now but i'm mainly not playing that song because it really is just too hard to hear you can't really understand what he's saying but somehow between 1891 and 1898 the recording industry got a lot of a lot better and the laughing song was which what we're about to play is a much better recording for george w johnson and let's tell you a little bit more about that he actually got to be famous when these songs came out i think they sold several thousand records which was unheard of in the 1890s and he went and did this thing through a company named berliner gramophone he also recorded for edison records out of california and he went on to record more songs than what we're going to play here for you today and became very popular and he was able to keep living his life there in new york city he died from pneumonia in eight, uh, 1914 so he lived a rather long and lengthy life there as a guy born again in the days of slavery in virginia and in, 19, in 2013 the marble grove i'm sorry maple grove historical society began a campaign to honor johnson and received a grant from the music cares foundation to erect a plaque on his gravesite. And a century after his death, on April 12, 2014, he was recognized in a ceremony including displays, presentations, and a performance by actor Larry Marshall, who impersonated Mr. Johnson. And again, he recorded what we're about to hear now in 18, get this, 1898, the Spanish-American War year is when this thing got recorded in New York and a guy that liked to whistle, liked to sing, liked to have a good time. In fact, that's very apparent here in this 1898 recording. Enjoy this now, the laughing song in our salute to Black History Month's first recording star, George W. Johnson. As I was coming around the corner, I heard some people say, Here comes the dandy darky, here he comes this way. He's a healer like a snowplow, his mouth is like a trap, and when he opens it gently, you will see a fearful gap as that I laugh. <laughs> I got that here from Larry. <laughs> I got that here from Larry. <laughs> They said his mother was a princess, his father was a prince, and it's been the apple of the right yet, not been a coin. But he'll be the king of that turn this week by and by. And when I heard them say it, why I laughed until I cried and then I laughed. <laughs> I got that hell from Larry. <laughs> <laughs> so now, kind friend, just listen to what I'm going to say. I've tried my best to please you with my simple little lay. And now, whether you think it's funny or a quiet bit of death, why, all I'm going to do is 
just go in and sit and laugh and then I laugh. I got to be home from Larry. I got to be home from Larry. That was put out before Billboard, so I can't tell you that was a number one song or not, but it was a big one at the time for George W. Johnson, the first black recording star of the phonograph, and a song recorded in 1898, The Laughing Song. (laughs) That ought to make you feel good here as we get to the weekend and as we salute black history here on the y'all show and you know what here in the south we're proud of our black history we've not always been perfect here in this region but you know what i consider the south kind of the home of black america it is where most black americans call their at least in this country their ancestral home a lot of them obviously live here i can't prove that we have more in this part of the world than the rest of the country but i'm sure we do I haven't really stacked up the population counts for all the different states and and determined that to be sure. But if if I were a betting man, I'd say there are more blacks in the South than any other region in the country. And and obviously the this this part of the country would not be what it is without the great contributions of blacks like George W. Johnson and the great melting pot that we are as a region where blacks and whites and other other groups have come together and formed this great part of the world we call dixie and we're glad for that when we come back on the y'all show we're going to switch over and have hashtag hullabaloo we've got some good stuff there including some talk about snow snow is on our mind here as we roll on with more of the show that's all about the south If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Thank you. 
we're working our way to the end of the hour and the end of another week of the all southern program we call y'all and we start this segment out with our official fight song for hashtag hello blue and if you're just now joining us this is where we go a couple times to the well of social media fun and we find great entertaining sometimes provocative sometimes just downright stupid (laughs) but we try to share it all because look we just we just have it all come to us in our inbox here on social media at at y'all show on twitter and instagram and then we just stick it out there for you we're just kind of a sounding board for the south we told you at the start of today's show about some wintry weather that we've experienced in the Carolinas and Virginia here in the last 24 hours. Maybe some of you had a little bit of dusting of snow on Thursday, even in Arkansas. I know they had a little snowfall there, Tennessee for sure, and other places in the southeast may have it coming here in a couple of days. But right now, North Carolina getting the brunt of what we uh, know is having uh, snow effects there in the North State, the old North State. So with that in mind, I got a tweet in from somebody in North Carolina that I wanted to share with you, and it's Twitter advice from a North Carolinian, okay? And it is a picture that they have screen grabbed from their phone from their local meteorologist, I think somewhere there in the North Carolina, maybe toward Raleigh. Can't make out the actual call letters for this TV station, but this meteorologist there having some fun with all of the snowfall in North Carolina this week. And they have a graphic up on their screen that I'm going to read for you. And this is for all of you who have to drive in the wintertime south. Those of us who would rather have those 105-degree days where we don't have to worry about going out to our car, scraping the ice off our car. Is our car going to even start? We don't have to worry about those things when it's 100 degrees. But when it's 20 degrees and snow and ice, yeah, we have to do some things different. So with that in mind, this meteorologist got a graphic up on the screen, and I'm going to read it now. If you rarely drive on snow, just pretend you're taking your grandma to church. There's a platter of biscuits and two gallons of sweet tea and glass jars in the back seat. She's wearing a new dress and holding a crock pot full of gravy. <laughs> that's that's a pretty southern expression there from this meteorologist there. It looks like in North Carolina. Let me repeat. So if you are in North Carolina today or Virginia, or you might have just a little sprinkle of snow somewhere in Tennessee or Kentucky, wherever you might be. Here's some advice for you on this blizzard-type day. Just kidding on the blizzard word. If you are really going to have to drive on snow, just pretend you're taking your granny to church. There's a platter of biscuits and two gallons of sweet tea in glass jars in the back seat. And old granny, she's wearing a new dress and is holding a crock pot full of gravy. Now, that'll make you drive a lot slower and a lot safer, will it not? Yes. Now, I saw another meteorologist tweet that had an image of them on the television there in their part of North Carolina, and I don't have this one in front of me. I'm doing this off memory, so bear with me here. But this meteorologist was breaking down the expected snowfall here this week in eastern North Carolina, and they equated the snowfall in terms of loaves of bread, So depending on how much rain slash sleet slash snow you're going to have depends on how many loaves of bread. And as I said in hour one, Newburgh, North Carolina is expected to have maybe the most snowfall with around six inches. 
And that's a three-loaf town today. Three loaves are needed in Newburn, North Carolina. And as you work your way east toward Greenville, two, two to three loaves might be okay there in Greenville, North Carolina. Raleigh, you're more of a two-loaf town. Charlotte, maybe a one-loaf town. And then even going up toward the Tidewater of Virginia, you might need to have at least one loaf of bread ready because those loaves of bread and that milk is a mandatory thing in the South when old snow falls in the forecast. Up next, we have a tweet coming from Blue Collar Goth 2. Blue Collar Goth 2, at Alex Osgood 1. And they write in their Twitter profile, For anyone who wants to move to the South, I just had to use a machete to take down a blank word roach. A machete. A small sword. Now, evidently, they're not in North Carolina this week because I don't know how many skeeters or rather cockroaches i guess what he's coming after cockroaches are there in north carolina with all this wintry weather Uh, a cockroach there is what blue collar goth has had to go after now i'm going to shift over this is quite a shift i'm going to go from talking about beautiful white snow to awful dreaded cockroaches but you know what here in the south we got to deal with both from time to time Let me tell you cockroach 101 here. The American cockroach is the largest species of the common cockroach, and it's often considered a pest, especially if you've got them. In certain parts of our country, it is colloquially known as a water bug, though it is not a true water bug since it's not aquatic. I didn't know that. It's also known as the ship cockroach and also the Bombay canary, (laughs) the American cockroach. Now, These things are about four inches in length, or can be about four inches in length. And according to this guy here on Twitter this week, Blue Collar Got 2, he had to pull a machete out to take down a cockroach that he was having to experience. And he really put that on Twitter today to let everybody know if they're thinking about coming to the south, you're going to have to deal with four-inch cockroaches. You might have to deal with snow, too. But you're definitely going to have to deal with four-inch cockroaches, especially if you have the American cockroach. Which, by the way, I don't even know exactly where Blue Collar Got to resides. But from my research that I was able to dig up here before the show, it looks like Florida, you have the bad end of the stick when it comes to cockroaches. I think these American cockroaches are more common in the Sunshine State than any other of our great southern states. Now, these American cockroaches... They tend to infest homes by easily passing underneath doors that lack weather stripping or entering through basement windows and garages. So that there's our message for today. If you don't want these gigantic cockroaches in your home, make sure you do weather stripping around your doors, okay? That's common sense. Makes perfect sense. Also, don't have a window in your garage don't have windows in garages (laughs) and a lot of you can't help that but if you don't have windows and you don't have a garage and you put the weather stripping up you're probably not going to have very many cockroaches but a lot of you love those garages so that's going to be an instant attraction for cockroaches now once these roaches get inside your home usually they make their way into the kitchen the bathroom the basement or laundry room and they're looking for food and or water so there if you if you're able to not have a home with a window or a garage in it great but let's say you're like uh, most homes you've got a window somewhere and you might even have a garage then don't have food and water and you won't have cockroaches kidding on that you got to have both of those if you're going to have a home of any 
real home standing there. You just need that. So, yeah, that's a little bit more than you probably ever thought you'd want to know about cockroaches. But here on the Y'all Show, we're your one-stop shop for all things Southern, from snow to cockroaches. Now we go to Instagram, and we've got Mocha Jesus is on Instagram, and they're tweeting, or actually Instagramming this week, from the Big Easy of New Orleans, Louisiana. Mocha Jesus writes, uh, and has a photo of Lee Circle there in New Orleans. Mocha Jesus writes, This was where Robert E. Lee's monument stood until New Orleans got their mind right and removed it, proud to catch it in all of its empty glory. And what he's talking about there is Lee Circle. That's right in the heart of New Orleans. And for more than 100 years, from 1884 to 2017, just three years ago, Lee Circle featured a prominent statue of Robert E. Lee right there atop the big statue in Lee Circle. It's a traffic circle in New Orleans. And this Robert E. Lee statue was a bronze statue made by Alexander Doyle, who was a prominent American sculptor known for his statues of Civil War figures. And this statue at Lee Circle located at the intersection of St. Charles and Howard Avenues. And it was a real, I guess you would call it a real photograph spot of New Orleans. It's one of the local places. I won't say it's as famous as the church there they got there in New Orleans. I can't even think of what it's called. What is it? Oh, gosh. I, I haven't been to New Orleans in quite some time, but I wouldn't say it's as famous as Jackson Square, Bourbon Street, anything in the French Quarter, even St. Louis Cathedral, all of which are very good landmarks in New Orleans. But for a long time, and I still remember in my first trip to New Orleans on a bus going through Lee Circle and looking up at that statue standing tall there, and it was quite an impressive feat. And remember, in 2017, not only did Mitch Landrew and the other people in New Orleans take down the Lee statue there at Lee Circle. They took down several other Confederate and Civil War era themed monuments from New Orleans. And guess what? Those statues are all in some kind of warehouse locked away and no one's seen them in three years. A absolute disgrace. And this guy here, Mocha Jesus, is happy to go to New Orleans where they have these monuments locked up and tucked away and and to the uh, spectator who goes to New Orleans right now, you're going to still see that statue, but it just doesn't have Robert E. Lee. It's just the, I guess, the base of the gigantic tall statue sitting there. It really looks out of place, out of whack. Bring, let's make Robert E. Lee great again. Put him back there atop that statue, Mocha Jesus. Help us out here. It'd be a great thing there for you there but mocha jesus is probably in new orleans this week it's mardi gras time as fat tuesday is tuesday and right there at lee circle that is one of the more popular places for mardi gras parades and it's a again a central point in the city of new orleans as it's linked the upriver areas with the downriver areas and again at mardi gras time lee circle is a very good and easy place to find on a map and people show up there mardi gras again is tuesday brony jinging rather brony jennings is on twitter at b-r-o-n-y jennings brony identifies as a leanne rhymes fan blue Uh, also a my little pony aficionado opinionated homo on a soapbox a former singer actor and sometimes drag queen is at brony b-r-o-n-y brony jennings Here's what Brony wrote this week. 
kind of scared to read this after reading about all that stuff from leanne to being a drag queen brony writes when in the south i can't pass up a at raising canes had the best customer service experience in an airport ever hashtag southern gay and this guy was at the san antonio international airport eating raisin canes which is based out of i think baton rouge so they are good i will not fight you on that brony i like i like raisin canes their chicken tenders are a little small but they're good they're sort of the louisiana west of the mississippi version of zaxby's although they're on the east side of the mississippi river in places like mississippi and i think they're even in georgia now zaxby's is pretty much everywhere too and i've got to give another plug to this great louisiana-based chicken chain as they have great tea right there at raisin canes and we just told you i know actually raisin canes is also in kentucky because earlier this week we told you about how two cops in kentucky arrested a mask wearing robber at a raisin canes in lexington kentucky so they're spreading their chicken wings all over the south even even in the home of colonel sanders <laughs> all right up next we've got something coming on instagram from london laurie weeks and R- london laurie weeks writes used to have so much fun looking at the swag at these filling stations en route to alice texas as they're on a rest stop it looks like london laurie weeks a rest stop in texas and they've got a photo they put up on instagram to go along with this statement about having so much fun looking at the swag at filling stations while in texas and their photograph i've not seen this particular style of hat it's a camouflage ball cap and it's got the acronym p-u-s-h on it p-u-s-h that's a new one on me Dion, i haven't want to, want to take a guess what that stands for p-u-s-h does it stand for push it stands for pray until something happens and it's available at rest stops in texas evidently now she wrote here that she was on her way to alice texas well that's a new one on me let me tell you about alice okay alice where are you alice is in jim wells county texas that's way in south texas not all that far from brownsville and the population 19,104 established in 1888 it was first called bandana then kleberg and finally alice after alice gertrudis king kleberg the daughter of richard king who established the king ranch i'm not i'm not familiar with king ranch in texas but that's how the name alice texas came to be way down in south texas but that's where london laurie wiggs was en route to when she found this camouflage ball cap in a gas station there push pray until something happens now let's go to a little food talk here thanks to betty lee crosby at b-e-t-t-e lee crosby on twitter and betty lee crosby a usa today amazon best-selling author has written multiple award-winning novels and lives in port st lucie florida her novels include emily gone and the summer of new beginnings and betty lee this week not betty lee crocker but betty lee crosby she wrote on twitter this week how to cook brunswick stew and she's got a link you can go to her twitter account at betty lee crosby and get a link to this how to cook brunswick stew and it's got a lot of ingredients and a lot of directions but let me just tell you a handful of the directions now brunswick stew in the month of february is a delicious perfect combination so in according to betty lee's ingredients and again the link is right there on her twitter account 
Ingredients include a pork loin roast. You only need one. You need four boneless, skinless chicken breasts, a cup of chopped onion, two cups of chopped bell pepper, two tablespoons of oil, four cans of tomatoes, a can of tomato sauce, a quarter cup of sugar, and a a bunch of other ingredients that I'm not going to bore you with, but it looked delicious. The photo, delicious. And it's all coming from a USA Today Amazon best-selling author, Betty Lee Crosby. Her website, BettyLeeCrosby.com. Go learn more about this Port St. Lucie writer and evidently Brunswick stew cook. Yummy. Sherry Snyder's on Twitter at the Sherry Snyder, S-H-E-R-R-Y-S-N-I-D-E-R. And she wrote on Twitter, wait, it's not Chester drawers, question mark, question mark, question mark, Chester space drawers. Yeah, what she's getting at, of course, is if you're a Southerner, you've heard of that term, Chester drawers. And I have not studied furniture in my formative years. So it took me a while to understand what it is, too. It's chest of drawers, okay? And a joke comes from Sherry Snyder about this. If you have a chest of drawers in your bedroom or somewhere in your home, a chest of drawers. The joke is, I tell everyone I've developed the chest of drawers disease. Is that like coronavirus? I tell everyone I've developed the chest of drawers disease. Everything that used to be in my chest is now in my drawers. (laughs) That was pretty good, Sherry. I like that. We like some good corny humor. In fact, I told a joke not as bad as this one this week to someone. And you know what? I don't know if this was meant to be a compliment or if it was meant to be an insult coming from this lady of the south but she said when i told a funny that that was a dad joke a dad joke and i'm a dad i'm proud of it but i didn't take it as a way or did i take it the wrong way was she being a little bit harsh on me was she picking on my age am i thinking and putting much thought into it or should i just take the joke and run with it it wasn't as good as this one frankly whatever i said oh i know what i said no no, I better not. I better not repeat it because I don't want to outdo Sherry Snyder here today and hashtag holy with her Chester drawers joke here. That's that's pretty funny, Sherry. Thank you for sharing that. And if you've got a good dad joke or corny joke and you want to share, we welcome that. We need to laugh. You know, we started this hour off with a little humor from a song that was recorded in the 1890s, the laughing song from George W. Johnson in celebration of Black History Month. And we're all about making you laugh. You've got plenty of other things in your life you can be doing. And if you're going to take a little bit of time to listen to the show that's all about the South, maybe, just maybe, we can help bring a little smile to your face. We will bring a little bit more knowledge to your brain when we come back after the break. It's our final segment. We're going to take a look at the new movies hitting theaters this weekend and also take a look at some of the sporting stuff going on this weekend from Major League Baseball's spring training games beginning to what's going on on the golf course. All that in our final segment of this, the Y'all Show Talk About the South. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) 
how can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Jenny grew up wild like a blackfoot daisy Out in the shack with a blue tick hound Broke as hell, but blessed with beauty The kind that a rich man can't turn down She caught the eye of an oil man dancing One summer night in a dime store dress She had the looks, he had the mansion And you can figure out the rest It was all roses, dripping in diamonds Sipping on champagne she was all uptown wearing that white gown, taking his last name. She could hear those church bells ringing, ringing. We're wrapping up the Y'all Show here for the week. And we're going to take a quick look here in our final segment of what's going on in the movie world and what's going on in the sports world as you get ready for your weekend. First off at the box office this weekend, new movies include Emma. That's a comedy drama based in 1800s England. Also out this weekend, Katie Holmes stars in Brahms' The Boy 2, a horror mystery thriller that's also starring Quain Yeoman out there in theaters this weekend. Call of the Wild, that's got Harrison Ford in it. It looks like a great movie, A Sled Dog Struggles for Survival in the Wilds of the Yukon. And that's out, The Call of the Wild, this weekend. Greed is another movie hitting theaters this weekend, as well as Goldie. And that's got George Sample III and Marcia Stephanie Blake in a drama called Goldie. True Fiction also out this weekend. That's got John Cassini, Julian Black, Antelope, and more. And Just One More Kiss, starring Patrick Zeller and Francis Mitchell, a drama romance out in theaters this very weekend. Not exactly a blockbuster weekend to go to the theater, in my opinion. Major League Baseball, its spring training games begin today. The first game going on features the Texas Rangers and the Kansas City Royals. This game begins at 3.05 Eastern, 2.05 Central in Arizona. Of course, spring training going on in both the 
Grand Canyon State and the Sunshine State of Florida. Now, Saturday, spring training games include Baltimore and Atlanta getting together at 12.05 Central Time, 1 o'clock on the East Coast. New York, St. Louis have a spring training game, their first. Also, you've got the Tampa Bay Rays and Boston on the diamond. Philadelphia, Detroit, you also have the team that's expected to do great things this year. New York and Toronto have a spring training game. Other teams from the South in spring training action, the Rangers and Milwaukee get together on Saturday. And finally, the Washington Nationals, your national, your World Series champion, the Nationals, they've got, believe it or not, their old opponent from the World Series, the Houston Astros, the beleaguered Houston Astros with a matchup taking place on Saturday. That one's going to be, in case you want to tune in somewhere, a 6.05 Eastern start there between the Nats and the beleaguered Strohs. Now, what about 2020? What are the projections for Major League Baseball here about a month before they actually begin their real games? The teams from 1 to 30 that are listed here, according to the experts with Major League Baseball at ESPN, the power rating of teams, the New York Yankees have the best chance to win the World Series, and they also have a chance to finish, it looks like, their win forecast of 104 games here in 2020. A darn good job. A 23% chance to win the World Series, according to the pundits at ESPN. Now, following them, the Houston Astros with an 18% chance of winning the series. The Dodgers just below them at number three. The A's at four. Twins at five. The Tampa Bay Rays. Wow. This is a little bit of an, a little bit of a surprise. Tampa Bay with a 2.4% chance of winning the World Series this year, but expected to win 90 games on the calendar this year. The Red Sox, they're in number seven position. The defending World Series champs, Nationals, with a 6% chance of winning the World Series, but they've got a 92.5 game win forecast, according to ESPN. The Indians are at number nine. Angels at number, rather, let's see, Indians at nine. The Braves at 10, and they've got a 5% chance of winning the World Series and a 91-game win forecast expected for the Bravos. The LA Angels, 11. The Mets at 12. At 13, the Chicago White Sox, the Rangers at 14. The Chicago Cubs expected to win 84 games this year. They're in the 15th spot here, according to these experts. The Phils at 16, the Padres at 17, the St. Louis Redbirds, the Cards at 18 with a win forecast of 83 wins. The Brewers with a 19 spot here in this ranking. The Diamondbacks come in at number 20, the Blue Jays at 21, the Reds at 22 expected to win 76 games here in 2020, the Rockies at 23, the 24th position, the Mariners the Pirates at 25, the Royals with a win total expected of 66, the Royals at 26. Then you have the, let's see, the Giants at 27, the Baltimore Orioles win total expected of 58. They're in the 28th spot. The Tigers at 29, and last but not least, the Miami Marlins expected to win only 58 games this year with a 0.0% chance of winning the World Series. <laughs> uh, certainly a rebuilding effort there for the Miami Marlins, the fish out of Florida. A rough year expected. Maybe they'll surprise us all here. And that's what's going on with Major League Baseball at the start of spring training's games. NASCAR News, they're, of course, recovering from what happened Monday with the race there that Denny Hamlin won. Ryan Newman with that fiery crash and actually left the hospital, I think, 48 hours or less from after he went in, went out of the hospital holding hands with his two daughters. No definite timeline on when he's going to be back under the wheel, but great to see Ryan Newman out of the hospital 
This week, NASCAR makes its long haul across the country from Florida to Nevada as the Daytona 500 in the books now. And now they go to Vegas to race the NASCAR Cup Series at Las Vegas from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. This is a game. Uh, this is a race televised on Fox that starts at 3:30 Eastern, 2:30 Central on Sunday. And then after Vegas, they go to California's racetrack for a race on Sunday march 1st to the world of golf and this weekend golf kind of splits up as the best golfers go to mexico and then the really good golfers just end up going to puerto rico as you have a wgc mexico championship taking place with a purse of over 10 million dollars at stake dustin johnson your defending champ golfers in mexico there and then the golfers not eligible to play the wgc go to puerto rico for the puerto rico open and that's taking place at the Cocoa Beach Golf and Country Club in Rio Grande, Puerto Rico, golf this weekend. On the LPGA side, no tournament this weekend. They're recovering from their long trip over to Australia. The next LPGA event will be in Phoenix at the Founders Cup at Wildfire at Desert Ridge. That's in Phoenix, March 19th through the 22nd. The LPGA gets back to the South for a tournament May 14th when they're at the Pelican Women's Championship that it's in Bel Air, Florida in mid-May. And finally here, as we wrap up what's going on in the world of sports this weekend, it's week number three of the XFL. On Saturday, Houston and the Tampa Bay Vipers get together at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. This is a game set for a 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central start on ABC. Fox has the afternoon game, the late afternoon game between the Dallas Renegades and the Seattle Dragons set for a 5 o'clock Eastern 4 o'clock kickoff there from Century Lake Field, home of the, the, the Seattle Seahawks. And now the Dragons invade the Hawks' 12th man palace there. On Sunday, XFL games include the New York Guardians at the St. Louis Battlehawks, the home opener there for the Battlehawks at the Dome at America Center, the old Ram Stadium. ESPN's going to broad, broadcast this one at 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock Central. And finally, your nightcap of the XFL the D.C. Defenders will be at the L.A. Wildcats. This is a 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Central kick on Fox Sports 1 from Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson, California. XFL Football Week 3. Well, thank you for listening to the Y'all Show. We've had a ball here again this week. We'll be right back here on Monday with an all-new show that's all about the South. Have a wonderful time with your friends, family, and more. We'll see you back when we get together again Monday. Enjoy your weekend from Dixie with Love is going to get us to the house.
If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm gonna just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply.